0: all right guys welcome in to today's episode of the southeast podcast it is friday june 14th 2019 on today's episode of the podcast an interview with mississippi state head coach ben hallen As always, uh, any SEC interviews we do on the Marching to Madness podcast, which is the national podcast I host, uh, I always share those uh, here on the Southeast Hoops podcast as well. That way, if you don't subscribe to both, uh, you're not missing any of the SEC stuff we have. But I had a chance to to catch up with him on that podcast. Uh, I was not able to be on the interview uh, due to scheduling conflict, uh, but my co-host Ken Cross took care of it, and uh, lots of great insight from Ben Howland in terms of just looking ahead uh, to the Mississippi State uh, you know roster going into next season because they've got uh, a lot of good pieces coming back even though they do lose uh, some key contributors you know we look at guys like Lamar Peters quindary Weatherspoon of course Eric Coleman uh, guys like that that they're going to have to replace the production of uh, if they're going to want to get back to the NCAA tournament but As you can tell, just kind of listening to him, uh, he's excited about kind of the the guys they're going to be able to lean on and certainly uh, getting Reggie Perry back, who's someone that went through the NBA draft process, and you just kind of kept hearing the name Reggie Perry pop up every couple of days, uh, talking about kind of how impressive he was and how much uh, NBA scouts were really sort of uh, intrigued by him and that kind of led you to wonder if he was going to come back to school ultimately decided to do that Uh, and now you know he'll be able to kind of continue to expand his game uh, as he will certainly uh, improve his draft stock going into next season but He'll be someone they rely on. You look in the backcourt, Nick Weatherspoon's the guy that, that they'll turn to in a lot of those situations, uh, like we said, having to replace some of those older guys. Uh, and, and you know, Nick Weatherspoon will get a chance to, to kind of make that uh, his team in terms of being the point guard and being able to kind of run everything. Uh, but he also talked about lots of other pieces on the roster. They're going to have some newcomers. Uh, as well and they're going to be you know kind of right there in that mix and you guys know listening to this podcast um, I've talked about Mississippi State over the past several weeks uh, both uh, on my own and in the episode I did a couple weeks ago with Sam Snelling last week Uh, Mississippi State's kind of right there in that mix when we talk about teams uh, that there are still a little bit of kind of questions about but you can certainly see them uh, being right there in that mix to make the NCAA tournament again uh, and have a chance to to compete, uh, you know, at the highest level in the SEC because they do have some playmakers at several, you know, important spots. And knowing the development of guys like Reggie Perry and Nick Weatherspoon, uh, it's going to give them an opportunity uh, to win a lot of games again next season. So uh, a really, like I said, really knowledgeable discussion. I mean, you get a lot of stuff from Ben Howland. He he went through pretty much the entire roster and kind of touched on his expectations for all these different guys. Uh, So let's go ahead and jump into the conversation with Mississippi State head coach, Ben Howland.
1: Welcome back now to the Marching to Madness College basketball podcast with a very special guest, a return guest from the SEC and the Mississippi State Bulldogs coach, Ben Howland. Coach, welcome.
2: Thank you. Good to be with you.
1: Yes, sir. And, you know, I know you had the upset loss in the NCAA tournament, but talk about how gratifying it was to get Mississippi State back to the tournament for the first time since 2009 and in your fourth year.
2: Oh, it was very gratifying that it's uh, the uh, 11th time for the the, uh,
1: university
2: to be in the NCAA tournament. And Rick Stansbury had an incredible run uh, during the decade of 2000 where they were in the tournament. 3, oh, two, three, four, and five, and again in eight and nine. So unbelievable run. And uh, so this was important for us to get back in and uh, hopefully give ourselves a chance to uh, get another run going. And and uh, I think we have a good team returning this year, so we hope to be vying for a return trip. And and when we get in there, we want to win this time. It was obviously a very frustrating loss against a very good Liberty team, where we had a 10-point lead with 7 minutes to go and uh, let it squander and you know, they made some big shots and give them credit but uh, yeah, it, w- it was uh, obviously a-, a tough loss after a really good solid campaign and, and I was really proud of our team. I thought that uh, we had some really good players this past season and they did a good job for us and you know, Quindari Weatherspoon and Eric Coleman were our two seniors and leaders and they both had great careers here at Mississippi State and both hope to be drafted here uh coming up here in a in another week or so um on the 20th
1: yeah i was just gonna ask about uh, them before we get into this year's roster of course q and eric holman and then lamar peters discuss your understanding you know their workouts and and what how what can we look forward to at the next level for those guys Well, they're
2: both, all of them, hoping uh, to be drafted. Um, Q uh, and Eric both were invited as seniors uh, to the Portsmouth Tournament, which is just for seniors that graduate each year. And and Q was considered one of the best players to come out of that uh, from all the NBA people. uh, He ended up being invited to the Combine because of his performance in that Portsmouth Tournament and played very well in Chicago as well. He's worked out for about 13 teams thus far, and will end up having worked out for more than half the league when it's over. I think he's in Cleveland today and Sacramento on this coming Friday and Boston again next Tuesday for a second. I know Eric works out for the Lakers today, and I think he has uh, the Clippers coming up as well out in L.A., and he was in Sacramento yesterday, and I know Lamar Peters was working out yesterday. Uh, and it's had a number of workouts for different teams, so they're all getting their opportunity to work out for different NBA teams. And you know, we're we're hoping that all of them have uh, success beyond Mississippi State.
1: Certainly, and as we're just talking, you know, the talent level is in an unbelievable uh, position now. Uh, four years in, obviously, and I know your summer workouts are underway what what are you maybe stressing this summer that might be a little bit different from the past
2: well I don't know that there's too much different we're probably uh we're, we're spending a lot of time on offense and you know reading screens setting screens how to play without the ball uh, but but just basic fundamentals uh, our guys are lifting real hard and doing a great job where uh, they're in there seven in the morning or eight in the morning four days a week with our strength coach Colin Crane who does an outstanding job uh, and uh, <clears throat> they're just uh, you know we only get four hours a week with them on the floor and then they spend a lot of other hours on their own working on their shooting and their skill level uh, and it's just you know eight weeks during the summer we get to have them but I think they're very important weeks. And uh, it's very helpful, and it's good for the camaraderie of the team. And, uh, you know, we had Abdul do get surgery this past week uh, on Wednesday. It's a week ago today that he had it done. And so he's recovering from that and, uh, you know, making uh, progress. So there's a lot going on within the program.
1: Yeah, I know. And, you know, being an ex-high school basketball coach, I love talking about rosters and X's and O's and and that – and I thought you had one of the best teams off the dribble last year that I saw. And I know Nick Weatherspoon and Tyson Carter returned to that backcourt. Can you talk about their games off the dribble and how they can accentuate themselves this year?
2: Yeah, I think both of those two are really good off the dribble, as you pointed out. Uh, you know, Tyson – Really came on strong for us this year and uh, past season and, and really had an outstanding campaign. And, you know, Nick unfortunately wasn't able to play at the end of the season, which impacted our team greatly not having him available to us. And, uh, you know, so we're excited to have him back in the lineup because he's one of our best perimeter defender and uh, a really good offensive player who will play more at the point now that Lamar is uh, elected to uh, go on and play professional basketball. And, uh, you know, Tyson will actually get minutes playing the point as well as he did late in the year last year for us. So those are our our two key players for us. And then we also return in the backcourt, Robert Woodard, Mm -hmm. who uh, really had a strong uh, freshman year, and we think he's going to be a great player. He's, uh, you know, really, really... uh, you know, I think grown a lot as a player, uh, since our season ended. I think people are gonna be really impressed with what he brings to the table as a small forward and you know, he's very, very uh good at uh putting the ball on the floor, attacking, uh and penetrating and uh you know, he's an outstanding rebounder, shot blocker, he's really improved his shot, uh really a good defender. I'm really excited about Robert. I think he's gonna be one of the better players in our league when it's all said and done at the end of this season. We really were fortunate to have Reggie Perry return, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that was a, a big deal for us, to have him coming back in the lineup um, and joining us for another campaign. You know, He went through the whole NBA process of working out for teams, and he was invited uh, to Chicago to be in the, the uh, draft. And you know, he probably would have been uh, drafted, but uh, by coming back for another year, I think he puts himself in position to be a, a definite first-rounder a year from now. And So he'll be one of the better big players in in the SEC this season, and we're counting on him to do special things. He He's one of the few players I've ever coached that uh, has the potential to be a double-double on, on season average. Uh, you know, he's a guy I expect will average – over 10 rebounds a game and, you know, 16, 17 points a game. And then, uh, you know, we have Abdul returning, who was our starting center the last two seasons and our best inside defender and excited to get him healthy again and get him going. I, I really think that Keyshawn Fiesel is going to move himself into playing uh, a, a very significant role for us. And We had a redshirt named Prince Orduro on the front line who... Uh, is going to help us, I think. He's a transfer from Siena
0: mm-hmm. at
2: six seven and, and really physical and strong and, and plays very hard. Uh, we had a very good redshirt that in retrospect I wish I wouldn't have redshirt. <laughs> yeah. in <laughs> uh, DJ Stewart from Riverside High School up in the Delta. And he's yeah. he's gonna be a good player and and we've got three very good freshman guards led by Iverson Molinar, who's a combo point two uh, that uh, is incredibly athletic. He's as athletic as anybody on our team. Really, really explosive guard. I think people will be very excited about him. We have a kid, Devin Butts, who's a, one, a shooter that's reminiscent of Tyson Carter. He had 6'5", 182 pounds, out of, out of Macon, Georgia. Real good shooter, smart player, Heady. Uh, I think he's going to be a very, very fine player. And then Elias King, a 6'7", 200-pound free man, who's also from the state of Georgia. He also shoots the ball extremely well. So, you know, we've got a lot of guys uh, that that are new for this coming season and a lot that return.
1: Coach, I wanted to ask about Reggie Perry. When I watched him live last year, I kind of just – oh, I don't know. I kind of just zeroed on him for a few possessions and and just watched how – well-developed he was at such a young age. What do you think the next step is for him in his overall development?
2: I just think that, you know, as he continues to get better and better uh, in terms of shooting the ball from the perimeter, that's number one. That's what the NBA people have told him that they want to see him, you know, just increase his range and can, uh, you know, be consistent from shooting the ball from long distances. We all watch basketball Mm -hmm. now. Everybody shoots a three. I mean, I'm watching the game the other night between Golden State and Toronto, Game 5 in the playoffs, and there's like over 65 three-point shots attempted. So, you know, everybody's expected to be able to knock that shot down. and So every kid in America is working on that, and that's such a huge part of the game now with the analytics. And in college basketball, we're moving the line back now 17 inches to the international line and so that makes that shot a more difficult shot than it was in the past at the college level and it'd be really interesting to see how the shooting percentages uh you know end up compared to years past with that line moving back
1: coach do you like it moving to the international distance
2: you know i i'm torn i'm i'm really curious because you know we are different than the NBA. You know, the NBA are the right. best players in the world. Uh, I think that's what everybody, you know, sees the game continue to evolve to to be more and more like the NBA. Well it's never gonna be like that with, you know, zone defense and, you know, the the defensive rules that they apply to the NBA that aren't applied to college. So there's a chance that it could become more congested. The reason for uh, putting the new line in was the idea that it would loosen up the defense and make there more spacing and easier to drive and open the game up. Whether or not that happens, whether or not we don't see more zones because it's a more difficult shot now, uh, what well, remains to be seen.
1: Why, why do you think they didn't widen the lane?
2: Uh, you know what? I don't know all that went into the thought process there, but mm-hmm. I think that's something that uh, they definitely looked at and uh, decided at this time not to do.
1: Yeah, and then we've got the twenty-second uh, reset off the offensive board.
2: Yeah, they're they're uh, you know making the game faster, more mm-hmm. possessions. You know, they want more points. More possessions, more points, more shots.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, as your as your summer goes forward and then you go into the fall, we want to wish you good luck. And I certainly appreciate you coming back on here to talk Bulldogs hoops.
0: Well, I appreciate being on with you. Thank you. All right. That was the conversation with Mississippi State head coach Ben Hallen. Um and, and like I said, it's just – you kind of look at them and you can put them right there in that mix with the other teams we talked about in terms of you don't want to really classify them as a sleeper team because you know they've got all SEC caliber players coming back. Um, But, you know, are they going to be able to take that step towards being, you know, a a top four team in the SEC? And I think that's something uh, we're going to learn kind of about them maybe throughout the non-conference portion of the schedule, uh, how they're able to kind of replace some of those intangibles of those guys we mentioned earlier with Peters and Weatherspoon and Holman. Um, How are they going to replace some of the things that they did? Once we're able to find that out, I think it'll be a lot more kind of clear as to what Mississippi State's expectations will be and how uh, they're able to kind of navigate the SEC schedule, you know, once we we start conference play. So that'll be a lot of fun to watch, but it's clear that Ben Halland is very excited about the team he's got coming back and uh, that they certainly – once again their expectation is to get back to the NCAA tournament after going, you know, so long without getting there, getting there last season and he he mentioned it, you know, losing in the first round kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And he wants to be able to get them, uh, you know, kind of over that next hump in terms of getting to the tournament, winning games, uh, and having a chance to to be right up there at the top of the SEC. So uh, thanks again to Mississippi State uh, Head Coach Ben Howland for joining us on the podcast. And, of course, thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, Be sure you're subscribed. Go over to Apple Podcasts, uh, any podcast app you use. Just search for South These Hoops. uh, That way you don't miss any of these episodes we have and interviews with coaches and analysts all throughout the SEC. Um, I mentioned that we were going to try to just do a weekly podcast here moving forward. We've been able to stick to that pretty well, Uh, but I also said that if we get some of these coaching interviews, I'll pop them up during the week as well. Uh, That way, uh, you guys don't miss any of those. Uh, So we'll continue to do that. Uh, We'll continue to do the normal weekly episode uh, as well as just throwing in coaching interviews Uh, once we we kind of jump on those here throughout the summer and there'll be a lot more on the way uh, already working on some interviews for you guys uh, with coaches around the sec so it should be a lot of fun Uh, and be sure you head over to southeasthoops.com that way you can get all the written stuff lots of new stuff over there Um, if you want to catch up on anything you may have missed uh, more great stuff on the way here as we go throughout the offseason and it's hard to believe but We're in mid-June, and uh, before you know it, the 2019-20 season will be here, Uh, so be sure you're subscribed, check everything out. That way uh, you stay uh, knowledgeable about all the stuff going on this summer in the world of SEC basketball. So uh, thanks as always for listening, and I will talk to you guys next time.